Hello, this is Bob Gray Sr. Welcome to the Ministry Moments Podcast. Hello, this is Bob Gray Sr. Welcome to Ministry Moments every Friday, Lord willing, at three o'clock Central Time, not Eastern, but Central. Uh, we'll come to you with uh, Ministry Moments, not, not very long, brief, but uh, very, very practical and very, very helpful. Uh, I, the feedback is good, and people are letting me know if it's helping them and asking questions about other areas. And so I've been able to uh, think about that. And, uh, you know, after 48 years of ministry, <laughs> I had to learn something, huh? But uh, I want to talk to you today in ministry moments about, oh, by the way, go to Solve uh, Church Problems YouTube and uh, you can join us there or ministry moments youtube we have our own channel you can go there and subscribe that way you'll get this every every week it's not lengthy it's not long very brief uh to the point um <laughs> brother Rolof said one time it's like that fat one we're gonna eat that barbed wire fence a few more points and we'll be through <laughs> but uh don't get mad at me talk to him uh, but uh, today we want to discuss this matter of plateaus I've, I've talked to several this past week, pastors, who seem to hit uh, uh, a 200 mark or a 300 mark, and it seems like they just can't budge from it, just can't get off of it, and uh, they wonder uh, what in the world to do. Well, you need to understand plateaus, uh, when it happens to you, that's not time for you to be discouraged, that's the time for you to go ahead and keep, keep doing more of what you have been doing. So... I want to talk to you about this matter of plateaus. Here we go. Number one, it happens to everyone. It happens to everyone. If you remember, Dr. Hiles would talk about, <clears throat> he got stuck on 700, 700, 700. He couldn't break 700. And uh, he, he had that as a, a goal, break at 700. He put it everywhere. Uh, 700, when he was shooting for 1,000, he brought, wrote down 1,000. But let me say this, even with Lee Robertson, uh, Curtis Hudson, Tom Ballone, Brother Hiles, Everybody hits plateaus, so it happens to everyone. Don't think that, uh, well, boy, God must be punishing me. He may be, but uh, plateaus are a part of it. They're just a part of the growth. It's a part. Of, it's a part of how we grow. We hit these plateaus. It forces us to pray more. It forces us to really concentrate on on our Sunday school and our soul winning and our follow up and and all of that. It it, it causes you to stop. You know, everybody has a, has a slump, uh, and uh, those cowboys, they seem to be living in a slump. But, uh, but anyway, it happens to everyone, all right? So you're not alone in this. Don't think you're alone because you're not. Number two, expect and accept the, what I call the Joseph Principle. Ac expect and accept the Joseph Principle. That's seven years of feast, seven years of famine. Seven years of feast, seven years of famine. Just what you're going to have an equal amount of feast that you have for famine. You've got an equal amount of famine that you have for feast. Just expect it to happen. Don't let it be such a shock that you just sit down, throw up your hands, and say, "Well, what's use? I'm going night and day, and then I can't seem to get off this this uh, plateau." Uh, no, just realize it's 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 going to happen. It's going to happen to you. It's going to happen to everybody. So, number one, it happens to everyone. Number two, expect and accept the Joseph principle. Feast and famine are going to balance out. 
assets and liabilities that are there for everybody. And you're going to balance out asset and liabilities just the way that life is. Number one, it happens to everyone. All right. Number two, don't throw up your hands and quit now. Number two, talking about plateaus. Number two, expect and accept the Joseph principle. Number three, you will experience both. You will experience both. So if you're going through a famine period now, and maybe this COVID-19 has thrown you off, I, I suggest you keep your routine. I suggest you keep your schedule. I suggest you keep doing right day in and day out. Obey that schedule. Write it down. Put your life on paper and then obey it and do it. And uh, if you do it, you're faithful at it, you're doing it, and you seem to be stuck somewhere, uh, you just need to do more of what you're doing and expect to get out of it. Don't be surprised. Don't be shocked. Number one, plateau, hitting numerical plateaus, whether it be financial or attendance or what, whatever it might be. Number one, it happens to everyone. Number two, expect and accept the Joseph principle. Number three, you will experience both. It's going to happen. Both are going to happen to you. Number four, focus on responsibility, not results. Focus on responsibility, not results, and you will get the results. Focus on responsibility, not results, and you will get results. Um, you be responsible for your soul winning. You be responsible for getting the gospel out. Be responsible for your Sunday school program, your bus ministry, uh, your, your outreach in your community. You be responsible for your preaching and for your Bible study and be <clears throat> engrossed in, in what you're doing. I mean, involved totally in what you're doing. Now, you may have to do more of what you're doing to get out of this plateau or break this barrier or get out of this slump that you're in. You may have to do more. You may have to go soul winning more. You may have to win more souls. You may have to baptize more, uh, put an extra effort in it, a second mile, uh, break that barrier. All right. So I said, we're talking about plateaus, whether it be financial, whether it be numerical, your soul winning, your baptisms, your bus ministry, uh, reaching adults, whatever it might be. Talking about plateaus now. Number one, it happens to everybody. It happens to everybody. Number two, expect and accept the Joseph principle. Feast and famine will equal each other out. Number three, you will experience both. If you're flying high now and you got, you got seven years of feast, you got these years of feast now, thank God for it, but you better, the Bible says grow in grace. There are grace periods in your life that will give you an ability to be able to grow. So things are clicking and things are happening and it's going great. You grow during that period. You grow in grace, the grace periods of life. All right, so number one, it happens to everyone. Number two, expect and accept the Joseph principle, feast and famine equal each other. You will experience both. You will experience both. Now you, you get excited, boy, when things are really clicking. But then when you hit that thing and all of a sudden it seems like this, your prayers don't get higher in the ceiling, seem like everybody you talk to, it just nothing happens and, and, uh, and so on. You just, you're going to experience both. So don't throw up your hands when that happens. All right, next, number four, focus on responsibility, not results. God will give the results, but you've got to focus on responsibility. I would build me a wall between my work and God's work, and I would stay out of his business. I would stay in the, in the ministry that God's given me, the, it's pastoring or preaching or bus ministry or whatever it might be. You stay on your side. You win souls. You be responsible. What it will do, it will produce results. A life is divided up into my part, God's part, my work, God's work, 
Jeremiah 33, 3, call unto me and I'll answer thee. So you don't, don't get over here, make uh, the answers come. You stay over here and do your, do your responsibility in your prayer life. Uh, you, that's how you got saved, Romans 10, 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's God's work. So you stay on your side, build a wall there, and say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus on my responsibility. I may go and go and go and go, and nothing seemingly happens. And I'm not going to get over here and fuss at God, tell God he's not doing what, what he ought to be doing. I'm not going to do that. So you focus on your responsibility and leave the results up to God. Number five, never break stride. Never break stride. I have written in four of my Bibles, Schofield Bible, Schofield Bible, uh, never break stride. You've got that from Brother Hiles. Never break stride. Never break stride. You're, you keep winning souls. You keep that. You obey that schedule. Let that schedule be your boss. If you're pastoring, the deacons aren't supposed to run you. Uh, deacons take care of the physical. You take care of the spiritual. Uh, and when you find yourself uh, breaking down and sitting down, David stayed home when he should have gone to work. And he ended up committing adultery with Bathsheba. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how long you've been at it. You keep clicking with that schedule. 168 hours in a week, you make sure that those 160 hours tell you what to do. Don't you tell it what to do. You don't have time. You make time. You don't have time. You make time. All right. We're talking about breaking financial barriers, numerical barriers, soul winning barriers. Some, some thoughts here. Number one, it happens to everyone. Number two, expect and accept the Joseph principle. Feast, famine will equal each other out. Number three, you will experience both. So don't throw up your hands when it's the famine time. Next, focus on responsibility, not results. You let God give the results. Don't you tell God he's not doing a good job. Don't you tell God I expect more out of this. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. Focus on responsibility, not results. Next, never break stride. You, you, things aren't popping. And all of a sudden the tennis is down. All of a sudden, the bus ministry's down. Also, the offerings are down. All of a sudden, it just doesn't look good. Well, don't break stride. You win souls. You baptize converts and turn it around, do it again next week. Next, number six, do not undo and doubt what you started in faith. Do not undo and doubt what you started in faith. You started, God, you're pastoring. That's what God wanted. God's will for your life. You're an evangelist. That's God's will for your life. You're a bus director. That's God's will for your life. You're a Sunday school teacher. That's God's will. Whatever it is that you're doing for, and you ought to be doing something for God. Don't you just go and sit down, fill up 18 inches of pew or 24 or 42 or growing in the Lord. But uh, don't you do that. You get you a ministry, Ephesians 4, 11 and 12, for the work of the ministry. God has something for you to do. So do it. Now, then don't undo and doubt when things aren't, all of a sudden your converts come, they get baptized, uh, they stick around. And this goes on for a few weeks and a few months and you think, wow, I'm in heaven. And then all of a sudden coldness hits. All of a sudden you couldn't pay somebody to listen to you give them the gospel. Let me just tell you, you don't undo and end out what you started in faith. So 48 years ago, I started in, in full-time service for God, ministry for God. I am not going to undo in doubt what was started by faith. I'm not going to do it. God's going to see me through this thing, but I've got to keep my schedule. I've got to let seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6.33 does not say seek God. It says seek the kingdom of God. 
So it's that schedule and that kingdom work that you're doing. You do that, you do that, and God will add those things to you, all right? We're talking about plateaus. We're talking about breaking a fi- uh, your, your offerings a plateau or your attendance or your bus ministry or your drive-in crowd or whatever it is, your soul winning, your baptism, whatever it is. Uh, we're talking about breaking those plateaus, and how do we do it? Well, number one, it happens to everyone, so don't feel like God's mad at you because it's just it's life. Number two, expect and accept the Joseph principle, feast for famine. I'm going to make it through this famine time because I know the feast days are coming. Number three, you will experience both. You're not going to just fly high all the time. You're going to experience both. Number four, focus on responsibility, not results. Leave the results up to God. You stay on your side of that wall and you do your part. Number five, never break stride. Do not break stride 168 hours you're supposed to be somewhere time is an event not seconds minutes and days and hours and months and years no it's an event so you make sure that what you've got written down it put your life on paper 168 hours in a week you make sure you've got something to do every one of those hours and don't break stride i don't don't sit i have a pity party don't you do that don't you sit down feel sorry for yourself because you're having a rough time don't do that all right then number six do not undo and doubt what you started in faith you started this thing out in faith. You don't, don't, don't doubt what you're doing now. In fact, it cannot be real belief unless there is some doubt. So you don't want to let the doubt rule. You got it? Uh, I, I, ne- I never entertain quitting. What do you mean by that? Quit may knock on my door on Monday morning, but I'll let him in. I'm not going to sit down for breakfast with him. I'm not going to entertain it. Quitting is going to come to you, but don't you do in doubt what you started faith. Number seven, baptize weekly. Boy, this is so important. That will get God's attention. Attendance may be down, but you, you just keep doing what you're supposed to do. If you use soul winning to build a church, then uh, when it doesn't work, you, you're not going to, you, you'll let people go to hell. If that church isn't being built, you let people go to hell. Don't do that. Don't do that. Now, so baptize weekly every week of the world you line up five people by saturday night for baptism on sunday morning or sunday night every week five fresh people five fresh converts five brand new converts and you say i'll be by at nine o'clock pick you up nine fifteen pick you up nine thirty nine forty five that's what i'm going to do then then when you do that somebody's going to come not all five but on average two will come and one will get baptized you stir those waters and see if you don't get god's attention you get converts there and see if you don't get God's attention. We're talking about breaking barriers now, plateaus. Number one, it happens to everyone. Number two, expect and accept the Joseph principle, feast for famine. It's going to balance out. Number three, you will experience both. Number four, focus on responsibility, not results. Leave the results up to God. Number five, never break stride. Never break stride. Number six, do not undo and doubt what was started in faith. Number seven, baptize weekly. Number eight, weekly teachers and workers meetings. This is so important because you are, are letting that schedule be your boss and you're doing it by the schedule. Well, you've got to, the layman, the lay leaders and the uh, other paid leaders that you might have, you've got to remind them every week yourself. You've got to tell them uh, we've got, we're weak in this area, we've got to strengthen it up. We're strong in this area. Don't let up now. And those weekly teacher work, workers meetings are so important because it's that reset button in the middle of the week. It's that reminding them that even though things may be a little down and they're being affected by it, you're not, you're optimistic. We're going to be, we're going to be, we're going to be fine. All right. We're talking about breaking plateaus or breaking barriers. Number one, it happens to everyone. You're going to, you're going to hit a plateau. 
Number two, expect and accept the Joseph principle. Seven years feast, seven years of famine. Every year of feast, there'll be a year of famine. Just expect it. Now, you don't like it when it happens, but expect it. Next, you will experience both. Number four, focus on responsibility, not results. Leave the results up to God. Number five, never break stride. Never break stride. Just keep plodding, keep plodding, keep plodding, keep plodding. Even when you don't see results, you keep plodding. Next, do not undo and doubt what you start in faith. What God has called you, this is God's will for your life. God doesn't sponsor any flops. Now, our problem is we give up and quit. You, you can't. you got to have that second wind. You've got to have that second mile mentality. Brother House used to preach on the second mile. He called it the happy mile. The first mile is drudgerous, maybe, uh, and strenuous. But that second one, that's the happy mile. And if you want to be a happy Christian, you break that barrier, that second wind. You get that second wind. You break that second mile barrier. Next, baptize weekly. Baptize weekly. Very important. Every week of the world, baptize somebody. Baptize somebody, a convert. And you'll do that if you line up five by Saturday night. You'll have some come. But just, I know the tenants may be down, but keep baptizing. I know the bus ministry, but keep baptizing. I know the offerings may be down, but keep baptizing. I know the attendance may not be what you want to be. It may be down. You may be in that, that famine error, E-R-A. But uh, what you need to do is just keep baptizing. Next, weekly teachers and workers meetings. You've got to get the leaders excited. You've got to remind them you're optimistic. If not, they're going to see the attendance is down, offerings are down, so on. And they're going to look to you to see how you're responding. Well, you respond with a smile on your face. God did not die. God is still alive. Now you bounce back up. You get back on your feet. But you need teachers and workers meetings so that you can convey that optimism to them. Uh, and, and give them a battle plan. All right? Number nine. I said baptize weekly. Number 10. Load the wagon concept. Learn load the wagon concept. You say, preacher, what's that mean? That means every week of the world, I'm going to give the gospel to 15 people. Out of that 15, I'll have five. I'm not, all 15 aren't going to get saved. But I'll tell you one thing, I'm going to have somebody lined up for that by five by Saturday night. Now, on average, two come. But what about the other three? I've loaded the wagon. I've got three now potential for next week. And I'm going to add three more to that. That's going to be six. I call that the wagon. You got it? Then the week after, another three. That's nine. Wow. And then another week, that's 12. So I'm in my New Testament, I've got those names that now if they're not interested, they don't, you can tell it when they roll their eyes and we're like that, you know, don't, well, don't push yourself on them. But if they just go, oh, preacher, I know, pastor, I should have been there. And I told you I was going to come, but I will come. Well, they're saying, come back to me again. Paul said to Timothy, commit thou to faithful men. I'm not going to give you my, commit my time and energy to you if you're not interested. We, you're, you're, you're not a robot. You're a man with a free will. You want, fine. If you don't, that's fine. You're a big boy. If you want to go to hell, then that's your business. But I'm just simply saying, the, load the wagon concept. Get that in the back of your mind. Because in my New Testament, I would draw a line at the end of the month. But I also had names from the previous month that, that still wanted me to come by and see them, wanted me to come by and encourage them. Because it's pastor, I should have, pastor, I'm so sorry. You know, but when they slammed the door, I don't think they want you there, you know? So I commit to faithful men. All right, let's back up. We're talking about plateaus, whether it be offerings, uh, financial, attendance-wise, bus ministry-wise, drive-in crowd, soul-winning crowd, whatever it might be, these plateaus are going to happen. They're going to happen. You remember, I, you probably remember it too, for the house, a thousand, a thousand, a thousand, a thousand. And he said, write it everywhere, write it everywhere, write it everywhere. God, break it, got to break it, got to break it, got to break it. And that's what I did throughout the, uh, throughout the years. 
All right, now, number one, plateaus. It happens to everyone. Number two, expect and accept the Joseph principle. Feast for famine. It's going to balance out. Number three, you will experience both. Don't get discouraged when you're in the famine period. Number four, focus on responsibility, not results. You keep doing, keep putting it in, keep putting it in. Dr. Evans, Chancellor of Houses and College, would tell the students at Houses and College, decade growth, decade growth. And I took him serious. So the first 10 years, I never did tell anybody what we were running. I just pushed the soul winning numbers. I pushed the baptism numbers. I pushed the, the uh, attendance for soul winning. That's what I pushed because I knew eventually it was going to show up and it did show up in attendance. Next, never break stride. Never break stride. Things are down. Things are, all offers are down. Drive-ins down. Uh, buses are down. <laughs> soul winners are down. But don't you get down. Never break stride. Never break stride. Then next, do not undo and doubt what you started in faith. Number, number seven, baptize weekly. Strong, line up five every Saturday night. You do it. Don't expect, don't get mad at the people when they don't do it. You ought to get mad at yourself. Look in the mirror and say, you crazy nut. What's the matter? You're the pastor. You're the leader. You ought to have a baptism every week. You, you produce. You produce yourself. Uh, that's 52 in one year. 26 stick. That's 26. That's not bad. All right. Next, weekly teachers and workers. You've got to meet with the leaders every week so they can see your optimism. Number, number nine, baptize weekly. Every week of the world you baptize. Then number 10, load the wagon concept. Get that in the back of your mind. I've got to do it again this week and again this week. What am I doing? Okay, if I have three who said they were going to come and they didn't come, but two out of the five did come, I've got three for the next week. Then let's say they don't come then. I've got six for the next week. If they don't come, I've got nine for the next week, but I've got people lined up. I've got people lined up. I remember one Sunday morning, I'll tell you this and I'll close. One Sunday morning, I didn't have anybody. And I'm walking down the hallway, the choir lined up to go out, they're gonna go. So they went in and the staff, we were all standing there. I said, fellas, you're gonna see history today. And uh, they said, well, what, what, what do you mean? I said, I haven't got a cotton picking convert, not one this morning. And I've had one every Sunday, 29 years I had one. So I went out on the platform, we had handshaking time. And one staff member run up and called a guy's name. And he said, he's here. He won't tell me, tell you that he was here. It was one of my converts from three months before. Well, thank God. God said, I'm going to show you, boy, I'm in control of this thing. You're not in control of it. And uh, that was wonderful. That was just a blessing. Okay. Well, this is Ministry Moments. Join us every Friday, 3 o'clock uh, Central Time. If you'll go to Ministry Moments YouTube and subscribe, you'll get this every right, come right to you. And uh, very brief, very practical, to the point. And uh, I, I want you to, to uh, realize the reality of plateaus. I want you to realize the reality of it. Of you're going you're to hit ceilings. You're going to hit them. Now, what are you going to do? Throw up your hands and quit and say this didn't work or that didn't work? No, don't do that. You just make sure that you keep doing what you're supposed to be doing, even though it doesn't look like anything's working or happening. Uh, God bless you. Have a great weekend of soul winning. Win some people to Christ. Get your five lined up by Saturday night to walk the aisle on Sunday. You pick them up. Don't send somebody else after them. You pick them up and get them here. You see what will happen if you'll do that week in and week out. Well, God bless you. Thank you for being part of Ministry Moments, and I'll see you next uh, Friday, 3 o'clock Central Time.